Yo, what's up, everyone? G Money Stacks here. You may remember me from shows like Off the Meat Rat Chains, New York Avenue podcast, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. I'm here to talk to you at home about Spotify for podcasters. Why are you wasting and struggling with your money on a hosting site to promote your show with limited storages? Forget about it. Let's break this down. If you are a current Anchor user, don't worry about the changes. Everything will be the same with added new features. Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, is a free hosting site and phone app that gives you old and new creation tools, also provides free hosting with access to record, upload videos from podcast episodes, edit, add music to your show, monetize, Q&A questions, polls, distribute your podcast on streaming platforms tracking analytics plus the show's growth audience from international places canada usa international including long island and the five boroughs of new york and much more you can get money from sponsorship with no minimum listenership spotify for podcasters also offers hosting and a way to upload podcast videos to attract listeners also keep track of the number number of streams these are the important keys to making a podcast if you like to create a podcast and be a guest co-host like myself you can download the free spotify for podcasters app on your iphones android phones ipads android tablets apple mac and dell laptops with windows or check out the website for more information to get a head start on your podcast journey at www.podcasters.spotify.com. If I can reach success, so can you. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. I'm G Money Stacks, aka The Greginator. Thank you for listening to me and the podcast. Let's go.
Hey, what's up, everyone at home from Canada, USA, international, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, and of course, USA included as well. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable, independent podcaster, and of course, Queens, New York native of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking and hanging out with me on the 286th episode of Off the Meat Rat Change New York Avenue podcast. And we have a jam packing show for you today. And I do apologize for not recording yesterday. Um, I was I was watching a Mets game that I could not miss. And and for the most part, though, man, um, I've been shuffling around the podcast recording schedules lately and stuff um, only because I wanted to make sure that I actually have some topics for you folks out there. So that way you'll be able to know what it, what's going on and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, um, and yeah, so let me let me just say let me just I have a couple of things that I want to say actually um now because um because Stitcher is no longer um a streaming platform anymore it actually is no longer the case anymore so I did put the app the the RSS feed to two of the stream platforms which i will say at the end of the podcast episode so stay tuned for that one right there um so yeah um also if you love this show right you have like two options where you can su support the podcast actually um, as far as like, you know, you could tip any amount of money you want, either in Cash App or PayPal, whichever you're comfortable with. So it's Cash App. Um, that's on G Money Stacks, Triple Five, and of course, um, PayPal as well, which is G Money Stacks, Queens, New York. So there you have it right there. That's my PayPal and my um, Cash App right there, um, in case you want to support um the show you can give any amount of tips you want all right so there you go right there um <clears throat> i don't think i'm gonna have time to cover um what's going on with the in the in a, in a future episode i am going to actually try to get some more updates because there's been some further developments of the of the double strikes that's going on right now but I'm not going to be able to do it right now in this episode, but probably in a future episode, because there's some shocking shit that I have to tell y'all, man. And let's just say, I don't think it's going to be a win-win situation. <laughs> it's it's going to be more like a lose-lose situation. You know what I'm saying? So stay tuned for that topic right there in a future episode. So um, just wanted to put it out there. Um, and yes, if you are if you are new to YouTube channel, you universe, and you miss any any new or previous episodes of the live stream, 
recordings. Don't worry, everything's uploaded and posted to the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks Triple Five is where you could gr grab that subscribe button for me. That way you'll be able to um, enable alerts so you'll be reminded when the podcast recording live streams is going to be happening, and where you can find where you can find the where you can find the live videos. You can find the live videos under the live section. All right. So <clears throat> when you go to the when you go to the link in my channel, you're gonna see the word live. All right. That's where you're gonna see some of the episodes. Okay. So so you can't say you didn't see any videos, all right? So you can't say that. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, back to the YouTube um platform here. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics that's being discussed. And also be sure to listen, stream, watch the episodes in case you miss any of the episodes whatsoever. Share the videos, share the, share the episodes. And of course, tell a friend to another friend. And of course, do the same with, um, <clears throat> do the same with, um, following the podcast also is on facebook threads and and of course i'll get to the rest afterwards all right so um today's episode one of the topics is going to be about craft singles but first let's get into let's get into a little new york mass transit files right here man we got some transit stuff to talk about here and Here it goes. We got some transit stuff to talk about here. Now, before I even get into the transit stuff, let me see who's in the chat right here. This is shouts to tree underscore Yana, man. I appreciate you for viewing this. Thank you very much. By the way, folks, if you are watching the Instagram live feed on Instagram on the podcast show page right there, and if you and if you're viewing this, you can you can say hi, you get um actually chime in on whatever topics that i'm going to be talking about here man that's what this this other platform is for not just youtube but also but also instagram live so just wanted to put it out there though man and speaking of which let's get into some transit stuff right here man all right so here's what's happening here what this plane pass
Okay, here's what's happening. Construction is set to begin by the end of by the end of this year of phase two of the Second Avenue subway, extending the queue line between 90th Street and 125th Street on Manhattan's east side. <clears throat> the project will add three stations to the queue line in some of the city's most densely populated transit deserts, such as 106th Street and 2nd Avenue, 116th Street and 2nd Avenue, and 125th Street and Lexington Avenue, where the queue train will terminate at a transfer station with the four, five, and six lines. The MCA says the line's extension will eventually serve more than 100,000 riders each day. Interesting. On Wednesday, Governor Kathy Hochul and the MCA announced the agency is formally soliciting bids for the first construction contract on the transit mega project. As part of my administration's efforts to advance transit equity across New York State, the Second Avenue subway project will expand critical public transportation service to East Harlem, creating more opportunity for residents, Governor Kathy Oakley said in a statement. We, we remain committed to keeping this long envisioned project moving along swiftly for East Harlem. And I am proud to see it moving one step closer to reality. Before construction can start, the MCA will solicit bids from construction firms for the lucrative design build contract. The agency will hold an industry outreach event for which already happened already. Um, outreach event for con contractors and consultants um, that the bidding that took place on July 11th on in the headquarters in Lower Manhattan. Um, <clears throat> a subway, a, excuse me, um, a subway line on the Second Avenue was originally um, proposed in the 1920s during a period of significant transit expansion in the Big Apple, but remained a pipe dream for decades, even as officials tore down the existing elevated lines on 2nd and 3rd Avenues. The East Harlem community has been waiting decades for rapid transit service to return to the neighborhood. After several false starts work began in in the 2000s on the first phase to extend the queue the queue to 96th street and build four new stops on the upper east side the first phase opened to great fanfare in 2017. hold on one second
Sorry about that. Um, let me make sure I turn this a little wall so there's no feedback. All right, we should be good. Okay, um, <clears throat> where was I? Yes, so phase two of the Second Avenue subway is an investment in transit equity and a truly life-changing project, said MTA Chair and CEO General Lieber. Hold on. see all right so the east harlem community has waited decades for it and this expansion will serve over 100,000 riders daily um connecting harlem night harlemites to jobs education and opportunity throughout the region it if the project moves beyond the first two phases it would one day extend down the east side all the way to Hanover Square and the Financial District on a brand new, brand new line, the the T bearing a turquoise logo. After overcoming a long um, gestation period, Second Avenue Phase One became the largest expansion of the subway system in decades. Hold that thought. <clears throat> It also became notorious as one of the most expensive transit infrastructure projects on a per mile basis in world history. The 1.8 mile segment cost $4.6 billion to complete. Hmm. Yes. Phase two is projected to cost even more money. The MTA is currently estimating the cost, the total cost at $6.95 billion, up from $6.3 billion a few years ago. But in its most recent estimates, the Federal Transit Administration notes the MTA has submitted documents pinning the price tag at just under. $7.7 billion in total, and that includes $731 million in debt service, an MTA spokesperson confirmed. Hmm. All right, um, okay.
That's despite the fact that phase two is is shorter in length at 1.5 miles than phase one. And much of its stretch will extend through a tunnel between 110th and 120th streets that was already built in the 1970s for the project before being abandoned amid the city's fiscal crisis that decade. Fucking. MTA officials are seeking about $3.4 billion from federal government to pay for 44.2% of the project. Sheesh. <laughs> other, other money, other money for the project will come from the revenues derived from congestion pricing, which has received federal approval and is expected to get to go into effect by mid 2024 of next year. Damn. Damn, son. That's crazy. That's crazy right there, man. Damn, man. All right. So the cost of the capital construction for projects in New York. Yes, projects in projects in New York significantly outpaces that of any other city in America or the world, according to researchers at New York University's um, Marin Institute of Urban Management. Getting an enormous tunnel boring machine underground to dig the train tubes is, of course, difficult and costly as it is. But that's only part of the exp expenditures the MTA will have to make for the project. The MTA also has to have has to shell out to relocate existing underground utility lines, which the agency says it's doing up front after learning from costly mistakes in phase one the project also involves many millions of dollars in real estate transactions to acquire all the necessary land for staging and construction but the bill for phase one will was also inflated due to the the gigantic size of the stations much larger than standard single line stops in in the system built in previous decades according to the nyu researchers initial renderings released wednesday showed that the stations in the phase two extension are also planned to be similarly huge 
Yancey also spent about $656 million on consultants in phase one, which the NYU researchers noted was twice what it cost to actually bore tunnels between 63rd and 90th streets. Oof. Damn. The construction contract being bid out is for utility line relocation. Um, let me see. The MTA estimates that the construction is underway. Completion can be expected within seven to eight years. Once construction is underway on phase two of the Second Avenue subway, we've said it, it is expected to take approximately seven to eight years to complete, said the MTA's head of construction, um, Jamie Torres Springer. The actual timeline will be determined after bids are received from design build companies that include commitments for both cost and duration. All right, um, let's see. Access a ride. All right. <clears throat> Paratransit riders are sounding the alarm at the proposal by the NCA to raise fares and caps cap rides, which already happened already, um, which is now two thousand ninety cents. I previously told y'all folks in in the New York area about about the fare hikes that's gonna be going down. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. So um, let me see. Yeah, so. Cat rides as it expands service for its on-demand access of ride pilot. The NCE's proposal would triple the size of a of the e-hail pilot, which launched in 2017 from 1,200 to 3,600 randomly selected participants. Though the number remains a small fraction of the city's 175,000 um, disabled transit riders eligible for paratransit service. The pilot has been popular among access ride users as it addresses a key gripe with the paratransit service. Participants can request a ride spontaneously and at will, just like any other transit rider, as opposed to regular access ride users who must schedule rides a day or two in advance. But the expansion of the pilot is not being received well in the disability community the proposal bumps the on-demand fare to 82 percent from 2.75 cents to five dollars and puts caps on the number of trips for which the mta will cover a co-pay hmm Okay, um, let's see. Let's see. 
Each fair would cost five dollars for what the agency is deeming a premium service with meters running based on regular cab fares. The MTA is presenting two options to riders for co for a copay structure. Um covering the first $40 of the meter fare, which riders after which riders must pay any extra for for up to 25 trips per month or covering the first $25 of fares for up to um, four trips per month. Damn. Damn, son. Damn. Damn, son. Damn. Okay, so at the MTA board's New York City Transit Committee on Monday, advocates deemed the proposal rationing that treats disabled riders like second-class citizens. On the subway, people are encouraged with the Omni Fair to ride more often. Once you make 12 rides on the subway or the bus, then they are free. But if you are in the on-demand program, they want to limit how many rides we can take, said Michael Ring, a member of the advocacy group um, Disabled in Action and a pilot program participant. This is the opposite of the direction things should be going. People on excessive rides should be able to ride spontaneously. Access to Ride was created in 1991 after the passage of the Federal Americans with Disabilities Act the year prior. It, it, it exists to meet the needs of nearly 1 million New Yorkers with disabilities who are shut out of much of the region's transit system. With only about a quarter of subway stations considered ADA compliant, last June, the MTA settled a lawsuit with advocates wherein it agreed to make 95% of stations accessible 
by 2055. The interim disabled New Yorkers will continue having to rely on accessible rides, blue and white vans, and broker services. But riders argue that the system does not provide equal protection to disabled New Yorkers, forcing them to schedule their lives around their trips and face tough luck if the timing of both their ride and their activities don't go to plan. Advocates said the on-demand pilot has presented a vision of what life could be like with freedom of movement for disabled New Yorkers, but that the proposed changes would effectively block many riders who are disproportionately low income and experience barriers to stable employment from participating. With the traditional access arise, sometimes I have to get up four or five hours or no, excuse me, four or five hours to be ready. Sometimes they do not show up. Sometimes we get left behind, said Valerie Williams, an on-demand customer. Because of this program, that's why I'm here today. I took the on-demand coming and I have to take and I have to take it coming back because I don't know what time the meeting is finished. We don't always know when we're gonna we're gonna finish. We don't all just go to medical appointments. We have we live life. We're human beings, Williams continued. And and as human beings, I have as a human being, I have a right to be able to go wherever I want to go as long as I have my fare. You do not tell. You do not tell able, able-bodied people that they cannot travel. You do not tell them that. But you want to cap us. Would you like to live one day, in my body and be capped? Disabled riders are eligible for half-price fares on subways and buses, but must pay the full two dollars and seventy-five cents. Um, fare on access to ride. The MTA has proposed raising subway, bus, and paratransit fares to $2.90, which I actually mentioned um, an episode ago, by Labor Day. Um, MTA officials note that customer satisfaction with access to ride service has improved in recent years, as, as has on-time performance while the number of no-shows has sh- has sharply decreased since 20, excuse me, 2021. At the committee meeting, NYC Transit President Rich Daly contended that the limitations of the proposal, which will go before the full MTA board this week, 
are the trade-off needed to expand it beyond its current capacity, which is less than 1% of paratransit subscribers, while forestalling any further expenditure. Okay. What we're doing is tripling that amount to 3,600, but as mentioned, asking our customers to increase their copay and think about how they use their trips. We're looking at both volume and distance, said Davey. No system is perfect. I will tell you the system that we are suggesting that the board take a look at tomorrow is one that is within line with our other um, peer transit systems across the United States and is a service ultimately that's not required to be provided under um, double AR. But access a rod, access a shortcomings have not only been noticed by riders. In October, the Department of Justice sent a letter to the NCA accusing the agency of failing to provide a comparable level of service to paratransit users. As for those riding fixed routes, fixed route services like subways and buses, an apparent violation of the ADA. The letter highlighted substantial numbers of significantly untimely pickups or drop-offs, substantial numbers of trip denials or missed trips, and excessively long trips as capacity constraints put on riders in violation of the ADA. Improved on time performance on paratransit has led the NTA to reduce its threshold for what constitutes an on-time arrival this year, but advocates have argued the move, which reduces the threshold for a late arrival from 30 to 20 minutes behind schedule, still leaves riders stranded for significant amounts of time. Based on the Fed's findings, disability fines, no, excuse me, disability advocates filed a class action lawsuit against the NTA, arguing excessive ride um, violates the ADA. The case is pending in federal court. On Monday, Ruth Lauren Ruth Lauren Cron, Director of Disability Justice at New York Lawyers for the Public Interest, testifies testified to the NTA that the changes to the on-demand program were also illegal and speculated that further lawsuits could be coming the NTA's way. This is a civil rights issue. It is not legal to treat the disability community differently, said Lauren Cron. This is not a luxury service. As many have said, it and should cost no more. In fact, it should cost less. Well, I don't know. That, I don't know. I mean, this is not really how it works in reality, unfortunately. But, you know, sorry to hear what was going on. That that's, that sucks, man. That really has to suck right there, man. And, you know, I f- kind of feel bad for these people. But that, that right there, that, that sucks, man. 
That really sucks, man. Yeah, and I know, man. I mean, EMT gotta do better though, man. And and with this ridiculous excuses. But anyway, man, um, let me see. Let me see. Uh uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yes, 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 yes. Um Okay. Um So, um, so, um, let's see. More than two dozen people were hospitalized Thursday, Thursday night after a tour bus and an MTA bus collided at a Manhattan intersection. The fire department report reported the incident happened at about 7, 18 p.m. on July 6th at the corner of 5th. First Day Avenue and and East 23rd Street near Peter Cooper Village. Woof. That is some scary shit, man. Hang on a second. That is some scary shit right there. Okay, um, there's more to this story. According to the MTA, an X Express, no, X27 Express bus, which operates between Manhattan and Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, was traveling eastbound on East 23rd Street, heading for the FDR Drive when it was broadsided by a double-decker tour bus that may have blown through a red light while traveling northbound on First Day Avenue. Shit. Both buses were relatively full at the time of the collision. According to FDNY Deputy Chief Kevin Murphy of Division One and Deputy Chief Paul Hopper of EMS Division One, the NCA reported that 26 passengers and the driver were on board and were on board the express 27 at the time the responding units were quickly to rescue individuals from both vehicles using ladders and ropes at the times to get individuals trapped on the top of the tour bus after one of the um egresses had been damaged in the wreck Damn. Units quickly put up some ladders and used some ropes to lower 
the injured people down, Murphy explained. They did a really nice job. All the units worked work well together. Um, as of 10 a.m. Friday morning, the fire department reported that 32 individuals had been taken to local hospitals for treatment of various injuries. 67 people were medically evaluated following the crash. None of the the injuries appeared to be life-threatening, Hopper said. The injuries varied from minor cuts and bruises to fractures. We're all quite fortunate it was not much worse, he noted. The cause of the crash remains unknown and under investigation, fire department sources said. The MTA New York City Transit President Richard Davey, however, laid the blame for the crash on the tour bus operator, which based on preliminary reports, apparently ran a red light. End quote. It's certainly what our operator reported. Some of our customers reported, and I understand it, and I understand it. Some of the customers on the tour bus reported, Davey said. He was proceeding down 23rd Street here to get on the FDR drive with a green light at that point. With a green light. At that point, the tour bus coming up First Avenue T-boned um, the bus. And I understand it. It was going so fast, it actually hit hit it twice. It bounced back and bounced back and again to our bus. Amy said the driver of the Express 27 bus, a 15-year veteran, was not seriously hurt in the crash. Um, damn. This this really this really sucks, man. But you know, I think it's the way you have to re- you have to be careful how you drive out there, whether it's a bus, whether it's a double decker bus, um, whatever vehicle you're driving, you gotta be careful. You you know what I'm saying? You, you really have to be careful and be cautious of other people. That's like whether it's in front of you or or behind you. You know what I mean? And the side of you in the intersection of a traffic light. I mean, this is why people get into accidents by running red lights. And I see this all the time, too. And this is not new, folks. <laughs> it's not new. Um, Let's see. Let me see. Um, all right, so we got another stupid idiot who got arrested, and that's musician, and that's army musician Jacquees. And I'll tell you why he did something very stupid that actually that actually cost him his career. So I will explain that in a segment called Chatting All the Jazz right here. So let's get into it right here.
Okay. Jacques. Oh boy. Jacques. He did something very stupid according to Complex. <laughs> this is according to Complex, folks. Anyway, um Jacques born Rodriguez Rodriguez um Broad Knox is facing charges after the RB singer was arrested Saturday morning following an altercation with police. As reported by Double XO, Jacquees has been charged with simple battery and willful obstruction of, of law enforcement officers. Both misdemeanors, excuse me, excuse me, both misdemeanors in the state of Georgia. The incident took place Saturday morning after a police officer attempted to pull over Jacquees for not wearing a seatbelt. Um. The defendant did not obey my command and instead kept driving the vehicle at a low rate of speed with heavy traffic still northbound on Ocean Drive. The arresting officer reported in his arrest statement. He he was then asked again to pull over and take and to provide me with his driver's license. The defendant once again refused to obey a lawful command from this officer. The officer claims Jacques refused to obey his commands, at which point he was forced to request backup. Ah, oh, man. How dumb do you have to be, man? How dumb do you have to fucking be? Like, seriously. His whole career is being being ran off the ran off the road right there, man. Uh, how stupid! This is stupid, man. Very, very, very stupid. Very stupid and an epic fail right here. Okay, um, all right, so additional officers officers had to be requested in emergency mode due to large crowd gathering and the defendant still not complying, the statement read. It should be noted that the defendant's actions disrupted the peace and quiet and public morals of bystanders on a busy spring break day on ocean drive in miami beach um jacques was booked in the county jail at 1 26 a.m the singer whose mugshot was since gone viral was released hours later around 8 46 a.m at the pain a three thousand seven hundred dollars bond 
All right. All right. So. All right. So let's get into. Let's get into Travis Scott, man. Actually, before I get into Travis Scott, let's get into the list of individuals getting a star of the Hollywood Walk of Fame this year. All right, let's get into that one right there. Hold on. All right. Um, according to People, um, Angela Bassett and Mel Brooks are being recognized for their contributions to the film industry. And this is from this is according to People. On Monday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced that the actress um, Bassett, age 64, directed Brooks, who turns 97 on Wednesday. And film editor Carol Littleton will receive honor receive honorary Oscars at the 14th Governor's Awards on November 18th. Michelle Satter, the founding director of Sundance Institute's feature film program, will be awarded the Jean Herschel Humanitarian Humanitarian Award. Honorees for that recognition in recent years have included Michael J. Fox, Danny Glover, Tyler Perry, and Gina Davis. The Academy's um, Board of Governors is thrilled to honor four trailblazers who have transformed the film industry and inspired generations of filmmakers and movie fans. Academy um, President Janet Yang said in the press release. Across her decades long career, Angela Bassett has continued to deliver transcendent performances that set new standards in acting. Mel, Mel Brooks lights up our hearts in his honor and his legacy has made a lasting impact on every faucet of entertainment Yang added. Carol Littleton's career in the film editing serves as a model for those who come after her, said Yang. A pillar of the independent film community, Michelle Sater has played a vital role in the careers of countless filmmakers around the world. Honorary Oscar recipients are voted on by the Academy's Board of Governors. They are given to honor extraordinary distinction and lifetime achievement, exceptional contributions to the state of motion picture, arts and sciences, or for outstanding service to the Academy. Past honorary Oscar winners include Samuel Jackson, Diane Warren, David Lynch, Cicely Tyson, Donald Sutherland, 
and more. Bassett has earned two Oscar nominations, first for Best Actress for 1993's What's Love Got to Do With It, then for Best Appointed Actress for the for last year's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. For 1974's Young Frankenstein, Brooks earned a nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay, and that same year he was nominated for Best Original Song for Writing and for writing the title track for Blazing Saddles. He won Best Original Screenplay in 1969 for the producers. Littleton earned a Best Editing nomination for 1982's E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Her other film credits include The Big Chill, um, 1983, Body Heat, 1981, and The Maturian Candidate, 2004. The 14th Governor's Awards will be held November the 18th. Next year's 96th Academy Awards will be held Sunday, March 10th. So there you go right there, man. There you go right there. Let me let's make some noise for all these people that's getting um that's getting the Hollywood Walk of Fame and stuff. All right, shall we? That's pretty dope, man. Being recognized for your own contributions and careers. So I'm pretty sure that's pretty that's pretty happy though, man. I'm pretty sure they're they're happy about this. But anyway, let's let's make some noise. All right. One more time. Let's talk craft singles. Let's talk craft singles for a sec. All right. Um, and this is from marketingdive.com. So here's here's what's going on here. Craft singles is rebranding for the first time in five years, including introducing new packaging with clean with a clean less cluttered look and easier to open rest for individual slices according to information shared with marketing dive A bigger singles moniker is featured on the front of 
the packaging along with prevalent use of a deep blue shade and a prominent golden yellow square. The new brand identity, which was developed by Jones Knowles Ritchie, will be rolled out over the course of 2023. Kraft Singles is one of the 18 Kraft Heinz brands that has that have undergone design overhauls in the past three years. The rush of changes comes as the CPG marketer tries to maintain the momentum gained by gained during the COVID-19 slamdemic. The Craft Singers Refresh aims to keep the brand top of mind with vibrant new packaging at, at a time when high inflation is forcing consumers to explore ways to keep their groceries costs down, including by buying less expensive private label brands. The cheese brand is also looking to innovate to better to better meet consumer needs. The new packaging addresses a top consumer complaint that individual slices are hard to open. In response, each slice of Kraft Singles will now be contained in a thicker, clear wrapper that doesn't tear as easily and features a flap that is slightly textured so it is easier to open. Um, Craft Singles is also introducing new ultra thin and extra thick slice variations. Excuse me. During COVID, the cheese brand saw double digit growth for the first time in five years per press materials to help maintain the company's broader momentum. Last fall, Kraft Heinz named a new chief growth officer Diana Frost, who was previously head of North America, America Disruption and Canada CMO. Kraft Singles is just one of several brands under the Kraft Heinz umbrella that have undergone a recent refresh. Last year, Kraft rebranded its macaroni and cheese product from Kraft Macaroni and Cheese to sim simply Kraft Mac and Cheese. I don't get why you would actually change it, but it's the same shit, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hold up.
okay, I don't get why you would actually change from macaroni and cheese to simply craft mac and cheese when it's the same shit. Like, come on, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh man, it's the same shit, folks. It's just the it's just the wording of it has switched up, though. It's just the wording of it that switched up. So there's no, there's no, um, so there's no confusion here. So, you know what I mean? Anyway, the company also took steps to highlight the product's non-perishable status, a key selling point as concerns of economic insecurity um, mount. Recently, Kraft Heinz posted first quarter earnings that beat Wall Street estimates. Woo. Well, yeah, you know, everybody's favorite is mac and cheese and craft singles and stuff is what we use to make sandwiches. So, so yeah, I don't blame these people who are doing a rebrand, but, but at the same time, at the same time, man, like everyone knows that, that mac and cheese and macaroni and cheese is basically the same shit though, man. Like, come on. I don't. There's no. There's no fucking difference, man. Like, what? <laughs> oh shit! There's no difference right here, man. But anyway, let's get. Let's get to. Let's get to. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I miss anything. Um. Okay. Um yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to Travis Scott. We we'll get to Travis Scott. The I know it's kind of tough with Travis Scott right now. Um knowing that he can't go to Houston because of what happened with the Astroworld incident with 10 people with with 10 fatalities that happened, which I will dive into that um another time actually but um anyway <sighs> all right hang on a sec all right so yes yeah, so travis scott's um utopia album already came out and this is from hype beast okay so Amidst the, the anticipation for Travis Scott's return with his heavily teased Utopia album, billboards for the upcoming project have been spotted throughout Los Angeles. It is interesting to note that, um, to note that the billboards also look to be pointing towards a July release date for uh, the forthcoming LP. Um, which already um, came out already, actually. So one one ad that popped up in LA shows LA shows numbers on a briefcase combin combination lot, referencing the Utopia Mark briefcase, the the La Flame, Bad Bunny, and the Weekend have been spotted with. The numbers are set to zero seven two one one, which are believed to represent the potential drop of 
of July 21st, which was my sister's birthday, by the way, which is the same day that the Barbie movie came out already, along with Oppenheimer. Um, another ass shows a utopia clock set to 721, further cementing the believed July 21st release. The billboard um, above Gil Turner Wine and Spirits Shop in West Hollywood also reads it, it is it in the liquor store? Is it in the liquor store? <laughs> With uh, findutopia.com underneath. Oh man. So head over to findutopia.com to experience the build up to Travis Scott's Utopia album. Oh wow. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I think that's. That's it for Travis Scott. Um, let me see what else. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, I already, I already talked about the. Oh, there's some more people that's getting. There's some more people that's getting the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, other than Ludacris, who already got his already. Um, you got Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton's. Blake Shelton, Martin Lawrence, Sheila E., Min, Mindy Conley, Vince Vaughn, Uma Thurman, Lenny Kravitz, Mark Anthony, um, Ellen Pompeo, Charlie Wilson, Garrett Morris, um, Lang Lang, um, and along with the, along with the people, along with the people, and um, hold on a second. Yeah, there's a lot, man. Also, um, late great Chadwick Boseman is getting it. Otis Redding, um, Michelle Yoa, Eugene Levy, Gwen Stefani, Dr. Dre, and Kerry Washington are among the luminaries chosen to receive stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, let's see. Um, let me see. So so um if you haven't noticed um how many stars are on the walk of fame in 2023 so basically it's been 2759 stars on the hollywood walk of fame this year that's that's basically um for the by the hollywood chamber of commerce wow okay yeah, um, yeah, like I said, Ludacris received his um Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, the star the star of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, I already well wait, John Waters. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute, John Waters. I don't know who John Waters is, but but anyway, um, let me see. Um yeah, there's so many. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, yeah, John Waters, Juanita Moore, um, posthumous, um, uh, late great, the late great Paul Walker, um, John Favreau. Wait, hold on, John Favreau. Are we? Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah, Garrett Morris, Ralph Macchio. 
Um, who else, man? There's so many. There's so many people getting um stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Wow. But anyway, man, let me just make some noise for the for the people. Like I said, there's more people that's actually getting the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That is a big deal. LL Cool J, by the way, got his as well. Um, LL Cool J got his, by the way. So, um, yeah. Let's make some noise for everybody that I just mentioned, including Martin Lawrence, Ludacris, and everyone else that got the that star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oops. All right, um, let's see. Let me see. Let me see if there's anything left for me to actually um, I think that's it, man. Oh, let's get to the eat and drink segment right here, man. Um, okay, let's get to the eat and drink segment right here. Hold on a second. Hold on one second here. Hold on, before I get to that, let me, all right. Hang on one second. Okay, so. Let's see. Oh, okay. No to talk about here. Yes, I got this one. Anyway, um, we're. Anyway, we're going to get into this right here. All right. Here we go. This is the munchies and munchies and drinks segment right here where where I actually get into some top some stories from amny.com/eatanddrink. So, let's get into it right here right now, man. Okay, check this out, folks. Um, if you are in the New York area and you haven't heard about this story right here, um, this is a this is basically based on the 13th annual Taste of the Seaport Food 
hold on a second. Yes, the the an, the thirteenth annual taste of the seafood. No excuse. Yes, seaport, seaport. Yes, the seaport food festival returns to Lower Manhattan's East River waterfront on Saturday, September twenty third, to raise money for two local public schools. The, the, the day-long culinary festival will bring together more than 40 restaurants and businesses, live music and entertainment, artists, and family-friendly play zones at Piers, six, Piers 16 and 17. Funds raised by the Taste of Seaport will be donated to Peck, Slip, and Spruce Street Schools. The funds will go towards student student cultural enrichment programs and teacher professional development programs for the upcoming 2023 to 24 school year. Nancy, the principal at Spruce Street School stated that the festival supports the school's budget and promotes the community. The taste of the seaport supports our school budget and models commitment community building and culture for the kid for these kids harris said without it we would not be able to provide the same school experience and we are so grateful for the neighborhood support this year's featured restaurants include the fulton malibu farm tin building d farrah pizza beatnik hole in the wall <laughs> On the wall. That's the name of the that's the name of the food place. Wow. Wow. The Paris ca Cafe. Momofuku. Carmar and Italy. Not Italy. As a bonus attendees traveling to the festival by NYC Ferry. The official transportation partner of Taste of the Seaport will receive an extra taste ticket when they show their ferry ticket at the entry booth. The festival is sponsored by Howard Hughes Holdings Incorporated, South Street Seaport Museum, New York Presbyterian, Lower Manhattan Hospital, Downtown Alliance, and McNally Jackson. Andrew Schwartz, Andrew Schwartz, co-president of the New York region at Howard Hughes, expressed his pride in being um, able to support local schools. Um, not to be confused with the comedian Andrew Schultz from, from the Brilliant Idiots podcast with um, Charlemagne the God. Um, <laughs> this beloved annual event highlights the future of our community, our kids, Schwartz stated. It's moving to see businesses and residents come together year by year, excuse me, year after year to support this worthy, worthy cause. And of course, the details at a glance. So, so this is the dirt, like I said, this is the 13th annual taste of the Seaport Festival. And, and it takes place on Saturday, September 23rd, and it starts from 12 p.m. in the afternoon to 5 p.m. and it takes place pier 16 and 17 and 
Lower Manhattan, New York. The tickets is $55 per person or $200 for a family pack. Tickets can be purchased at the website at www.tasteoftheseaport.org slash tickets. That's www.tasteoftheseaport.org slash tickets. So there you go right there, man. There you go. Okay. Um, let me see. Hang on a second here. Hang on a second here. Is there more to let me see if I didn't leave anything out that there's any if there's any more, let me see. Yeah, that's it. Um, I will get to. I'm gonna save the tick, the Tipsy Baker. Um, I'm gonna save the Tipsy Baker for um our next for our next segment right there, for the next topic in this segment right here munchies and drinks so that's gonna be all for munchies and drinks right here all right so all right let me see how much time we got okay okay all right um Let's go to stream choices on the go, man. I got a couple of things that I need to say about the other two streaming platforms right there, man, that I added to the new streaming platforms. Um, So there it is. Stream choices on the go. Let's go. All right. Be sure to follow... um, New York Air, my New York Avenue podcast on Facebook, on Facebook alongside with Threads and Instagram, and be sure to also follow my other two podcast shows that I do, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, um, my sports platform that I do, um, and and Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast. Um, I do reviews on on not only not only movies, but I do but I do discussions on TV shows, cartoons. Um, I do a little bit of video games as well, and a little bit of um, a little bit of you know music history as far as like hip hop included because of the because of um. um the 50th and the 50th birthday of hip hop, which is why I chose to add that in there. So, um, and you can also follow follow me right here. You can follow your homie right here, G Money Stacks Triple Five in Queens, New York, on the gram as well. Make sure you turn on your notifications, and also do the same by turning on the notifications on Threads as well, because I'm going to be posting some, um. I'm gonna be posting some ep- some when the episodes are gonna be dropping. I will be um I might throw in some questions over there as well. So I might throw in some questions on threads as well. Um 
And um, <laughs> in a near future episode, I'm going to be talking about why I'm going to be talking about why Elon Musk decides to fucking put Twitter to the fucking ground by changing it to fucking X. That will be talked about in the near in the near future episode. All right. <laughs> He's stupid. He's stupid for that shit too. But anyway, let's get to let's get to where you can listen to the episodes and stuff by going to the link in bio. You can you can actually you can actually um as I list the streaming platforms to listen to um you can down you can also download um the streaming platforms on your iPhones, your Android phones, iPads, Android tablets, laptops includes Apple, Mac, and Dell laptop models, which includes Windows. All right. So if you go to the link in bio, you're gonna see a whole bunch of bunch of streaming platforms that I'm going to mention to you for you to download onto your onto your phones tablets your laptops included as well starting with audacity audible um audio burst amazon music breaker bullhorn fm castbox fm these are listen notes and the newly added streaming platform is memento fm moon fm podcast player fm Pocket Cast, Pod Bay, Pod Friend, Pod Hound, Pod Opolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, and another newly added, another newly added on um, streaming platform is called Snipped. That's S N I P D. All right, that's without the E. And Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, two. TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. You don't need a debit card or credit card to download the app. And make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow the three podcast shows that's also on iHeartRadio as well. So make sure you you follow Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, the Sports Edition show, and Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show that's also on there as well. And and my number one primary um my number one primary show which is reaching its third year anniversary this year um off the meat rat chains new york avenue podcast and also do the same with youtube make sure you go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the youtube channel pages which includes excellent fun vibrant talks podcast the sports youtube channel page meticulous vibe juice podcast alongside with the primary channel right here g money stacks triple five where you see all the new york episodes on new york episodes on there as well and um <clears throat> click on the noni noni bell alongside with um alerts so you can be reminded when the show goes on the air via live stream along with the date and time and and of course if you're looking to see new and previous episodes already already um dropped off you can see the live section right there you can go there you're gonna see all the episodes already 
already uploaded on there as well. So there you have it right there, man. Um, <laughs> um yes, yeah, so listen, stream, watch these episodes in case you miss any of the episodes, including the topics that's being discussed. And if and tell us what you think about the topics, man, on what's being discussed. And you can also you can also um you can also make a charitable donation to my cash app and and my PayPal. Uh, whatever whatever option you choose, you know what I'm saying. So so yeah, make sure you um make sure you share the episodes, share the videos, download the episodes. Be sure to share the videos. Tell a friend to another friend. And of course, share the link with all the that says linktree slash gmoneystacks triple five along with the links that's in there, along with the podcast with your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends, um, friends, the people you cool with from work and everywhere else in between. All right, man. That's gonna do it for me. I'm up out of here. Thank you so much. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. the Gregonator. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in and rocking with me on episode 286 titled Craft Singles. You could have listened to any podcast in the whole world, but you chose to listen to this New York Avenue podcast platform right here. I appreciate every single one of you. And, and of course, the five-star rating on Spotify, I really appreciate that right there, man. I really appreciate this so much, though. Um, remember, the grind doesn't stop. Hard work pays off. If you want something, you have to work hard. You have to work hard and earn it. Also, also, um, you want to find and look for something that gets you into yours. You want to also look for something that makes you smile creatively, mentally, physically, and spiritually alongside with, um, you know, doing what makes you happy along with, along with, um, the types of energy that the types of energy, all the energy, and you don't need other people's validations, man. The only person you need to validate is yourself, man. You know, be on your P's and Q's that gets you into your zone or that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision. All right. So there you have it, folks. That's going to do it for me, man. I'm up out of here. Peace and one love. And I'll be back with the next episode in a couple of minutes. All right. Peace and one love. And enjoy the rest of your week. And of course, your, uh, Memorial, no, not Memorial, but your Labor Day weekend, all right? Be careful out there, be safe, and everything else in between. Peace out.
Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z N Y P O D C A S T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.